Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Oh, I'll show you my bingo wings. How about those? Is that getting everybody into... Is that getting everybody into the... Oh, she's so sexy with her bat, bingo bat wingy things. Woo. Welcome to Women Talking Bollocks, a podcast where you'll hear, well, three women talking utterly bollocks. What you won't hear is anyone nattering on about fashion, makeup, diets, or those blinking Kardashians. I'm not even sure I know who they are, if I'm honest. But what you will hear is some uplifting, irreverent chat with myself, Jen Brister, and my two very dear friends, comedians and women the very wonderful, if slightly eccentric, Maureen Younger, and the dashing, kind, charisma bomb that is Alison June Smith. Hello, everyone. How is everyone? I don't want to. This is the new me now. Forget the old Jen. She's gone. This is LA Jen. And <laughs> smiling. Smiling. I'm feeling very optimistic. I feel quite upbeat. I'm very earnest. I'll talk very intensely about things. Um, I'll, I'll get eye contact with you while I'm talking. Ah! I might even move my hand towards your arm and hold your arm while I'm talking, whilst keeping eye contact. That's what I've, that's what LA's done for me. Is that what LA does? Oh my god! Wow, I look forward to that. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's buzzing here. We're all very like positive. Things can happen. Things are moving. <laughs> yeah. Productivity, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so what have you been up to in LA? Have you done anything exciting, apart from meetings, obviously? Well, nothing particularly exciting, because all my days are full with meetings. But um, I went to Santa Monica. Uh, we went out and had a night out in West Hollywood. Yesterday, I went to a, a leisure party in um, Silver Lake. You know, I'm just living it up here. I'm just full-time uh, <laughs> Hollywood lesbian now, I'm afraid. It's it's unfortunate that it's had to happen, but it has. So, But no, it's it's... Genuinely, when we arrived, I mean, there wasn't even any sunshine. I couldn't believe it. It was raining and cold. I was wearing my coat. Yeah. I was wearing my coat. We've had two days of sun, and when the sun comes out, the UV is very intense. Um, I can only imagine what it's like here in the summer. It must be almost unbearable. But, um, yeah, it's been, it's been fun, you know. It's just something... You know, you just go somewhere different for a bit. It's just a laugh. I'm sure if I lived here, I'd be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> but as a as a as a tourist, as a interloper, just wandering in and having a little look, and I got I'll tell you. All right, I'm going to tell you something that was hilarious though. Um, I got taken to the Beverly Hills Hotel. Okay, um, by by um, uh, a Hollywood producer. I, I love saying that. She, if she's listening to this, she'll roll her eyes. But anyway. Um, <laughs> And we went to the Beverly Hills Hotel, which I don't really know anything about, but apparently... Um, it's really well known. It's well known. It's a sort of place that some sort of rich Hollywood types and celebs go. I, there weren't anyone I went. Or were there? Or were there? So I'm sitting there having this meeting. We're outside. We're by the pool in a booth. And I just said to my producer friend, I'm just going to go to the to the bathroom. We go to the bathroom. As I'm coming back, I notice this table of this family of four are staring at me. I'm like, what's going on here? I don't know what's going on. We get back into the booth and uh, we start tapping away and working again. And look up, two little teenagers are standing next to me going, hi, hi, uh, can I get a photo with you? I said, what? She went, can I get a, a photo? And I was looking at it like, I said, I don't think you know, I said, I said, I don't, I'm not whoever you think I am. I don't, who do you think I am? 
She went, are you that comedian? <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, this is the best thing that's ever happened. Ah! I'm at the Beverly Hills Hotel. I'm with a producer and someone's asking to have a photo with me. I was like, the timing of this could not have happened any better. That doesn't happen in the UK. And it was happening in... <laughs> I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I mean, at the time, I didn't love it. I was absolutely mortified. But afterwards, I was like, that's quite cool. That's quite cool. How could you be mortified? Are you kidding? That's lovely. That's great. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's because it just, it was just too, you know me, I can't cope with any sort of, um, I don't know, compliments or anything, anything. So I was like, oh God, this is so awkward. And now I've got to stand here, have my photo taken. I think people are looking at me going, who the F is she? And why does anyone want their photo with her? Anyway, it was fun. It That's was not fun. what they're so doing. It, they're Hollywood... going like this. Who is she? Who is she? And why do they want her? <laughs> yeah, no, but... Should we get a photo with her? Should we get a photo with her? That's what's going on in their minds, Jen. Oh, that's so this lovely. This is it. When, when someone asks for your photo at the Beverly Hills Hotel, Hotel in Los Angeles, that's when you're like, this is, I'm pretty, this is, me and George Clooney are practically on the same level here. This is absolutely intense. Wow. Oh, Jenny. I like that I picked George Clooney. I mean, of all the people I could have picked, picked. <laughs> just, just scrabbling around to find George Clooney, Jen Brister. Like, it's very, very, yes, you know, I, easy to mix I mean, you up. Very, very, very similar. Um... Yeah, but it's been fun. And um, I'm sort of not dreading coming back because obviously I'm looking forward to seeing my, my, my lovely wife and my children. But um, uh, yeah, what, now that I'm here, because before I got here, I was like, LA, I mean, do I even go? Why am I going? What's, what am I doing? Am I having a breakdown? What's happening here? And now that I'm here, I'm like, yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Oh, I love it. Are nice you thing. catching it? Are you catching that LA dreams can come true vibe? Are you, are you getting a little <laughs> bit of that? <laughs> that? <gasps> Oh my God, who am I? Who am I? Know, I, I know, I'm so glad. It's such a fun, look, anytime I went to LA, it's like you're around people and they just have this like, things can happen. And you're like, oh, yeah, I guess they can. Like people's lives change. It's a very inspiring feeling, Jen. Take it in, it's suck it in, like so get it addictive. in you. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I know that there's a lot of smoke being blown up this big fat Les's ass. I know that this is like, no, 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 no. But I don't care. I'm going to take it because nobody does that in the UK. No one's complimenting you in the UK. No, no one's saying we like you. We love what you do. No one's saying that. I don't think I've ever been in a meeting with anyone that said, I really like what you do. They're like, why are you here and what do you want? And like, I, I just have an idea that I think you might like. Yeah. I, had, I had the opposite. I had I was at doing Slim's Qantas, Laughter Connoisseur at the Soho Theatre. And it went really, really well. I was like chatting away and everything. And then this guy came up to me and started giving me, he goes, I'm not a comedian. And then started to critique my set. Like he goes, first thing he said to me is, you need more confidence. That's what he... Um... <laughs> oh my God, you don't need any more confidence, Maureen, please. Anyway, and then he was like... And I was like, I don't need you. And he just would not shut up. And it's like... He goes, you know, you, you know, the first 15 minutes and then you did the five minutes. And he was like, really give me this really intense... And it's like, you're not... You're not like the arrogance of somebody who's not comic to come up to someone who's who's stormed the gig and gone, well, you know what? I think you did wrong here. So I had oh the opposite. Did you tell well, him? I don't show off. off. You? No, I was actually being very polite. But you know, I was like, <laughs> mm. um, but you know, you might have been in a in in Hollywood, but I was in Dorset this oh, week. They're so similar. They're so very similar. similar. Very similar. I believe where, they call that the UK's, Dorset, UK's LA is what they call Dorset, I believe. It's the UK's LA. Yeah. yeah. Dorchester. It's the Jurass it's in Dorchester, the Jurassic Jared. coastline. Jared is, is Christmas. The, is the English Riviera, practically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I went to the Dorset Museum, so that's what... You went, you went to the Beverly Hills Hotel. I went to the Dorset Museum and had a... Used my art card, my, my art fun card, so I got him free. The, the gift that keeps giving. Yep. And had a little nosy around the theatre. So, uh, sorry, around the theatre, around the museum. So that was my exciting week. Alison, what, what have you been up to? That's an exciting mm, week, Maureen. That's, I that's, you're, in, you're in Dorset. You're moving about. You're bobbing around. You're working. This is good. You know, look, we can't all be jet-setting, lesbian, uh, LA-loving. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll probably never go back and this will be it. This will be the peak. I'll be like, oh, that was that. Well, that was fun. Um what who what were the gigs? Whereabouts in Dorset were you? Were you just in well, one, one place of them or did got, you one move of them around? got cancelled, so it's meant to be Shafts, Dorchester and Shaftesbury. Then it was only Dorchester. Where and then were the you guy in Dorchester? Meant... Huh? 
Where were you? In Dorchester. What venue? Oh, yeah, the what venue? King's Arms, the King's Head or something. Oh, right. And um, so, yeah, it was meant to be two nights, it ended up being one night, and the guy that was driving me there forgot who was meant to be driving me back. He went home that night, so I had to get a train the next day. And um, and there was the trains were up the spout, so... Why couldn't you go home with him, then? Because he wasn't going back to London. Oh, for God's sake. That's so annoying. And then you're yeah. suddenly stranded in Dorset. East. But anyway, the hotel was very okay? nice. Yeah, yeah. But it was a bit okay? delayed because the, the, there were no trains going into Waterloo that day. Oh, God. This is the, the life Welcome of the comedian. Welcome to Britain. It's such a glamour. It's such a... It's such a glamorous lifestyle that we lead. Um, Alison, what have you been up to? Well, uh, you know, uh, I'm going to add to the party uh, by letting you guys know that I, I've gone to several uh, doctor's appointments with my parents. That's been real fun this week, guys. Like, I've learned a lot okay. about it. Okay. <laughs> I, uh, I've ordered my mom a new walker. That's exciting, guys. Uh, right. I think I'm going to put flames on the side. She's gaining speed with her new hip. Uh, I keep calling her the bionic woman. She's got two new knees, a new hip. We're, it's like a brand new Vicky. Uh, We're hitting all of the right notes here, Alison. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like we've all had very similar weeks. <laughs> Dorset LA seniors. I would say pretty similar, guys. Like, oh. <laughs> it's, 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 we're on a par here. We don't need to, like, uh, we don't need to sort of, I don't know what I'm saying. I'm still jet lagged. Um, I've, I, I tell you the downside. <clears throat> um, I'm. Some people don't really get jet lagged, do they? But I am one of these people that, boy oh boy, I get it bad. And since I've been here, I have woken up every day about half past four in the morning. I, I, I like try to stay in bed till six o'clock in the morning. Um, and then I'm still really tired. I'm really tired, but I can't sleep. I just cannot sleep. And then I get to about. I don't know, 8.30, 9pm, and I'm like, I'm ready for bed. <laughs> I'm just so tired. I can't keep my eyes open. It's so bad. And so I'm, I'm uh, when I fly back, which will be in the next sort of day or so, I'm just dreading what the jet lags, because it's even worse on the way back, isn't it, Alison, on the way back to the UK? Yeah, it'll take you a couple of days. I always find that. Getting here is, or getting somewhere is fine, but you, you know, it's get, getting back, it'll take a, a couple of days. Yeah. But hey, I don't have a couple of days. I'm going straight into filming. My very one of my, I've, oh, got, yes. I've got an acting job, and I start filming the very next day. Well, right. you know what? You're going to be so jet lagged that I bet. And you're you know what my give... call time is? What? Six a.m. Yeah. I'm going to be on set at six. Is it in London? <laughs> it's in Essex. <laughs> yeah. Oh God! Can you imagine? I, I hope. I hope the character is. Very, very tired, tired middle-aged woman. You're going to be really honest in your performance, right? No matter what performance you give, it'll be an honest one because you, you will... So I won't have the energy to like exactly. to be self-conscious or in my head. I won't be in my head thinking, what am I doing? I'll just be like, I don't know what this is. Just say the words. Oh, yeah. God. Fun times. I'm um, slightly dreading that, but anyway. Um, well, we've all had a week um, uh, and that's that's important isn't it but uh, it's time now of course we're looking over to more and younger we know that she's had a be more more in something rather but let us find out what it has been i messaged jen i have just put olive oil in my eyes <laughs> and i was like sitting there going why is it so blurred i, I mean you can't make this shit up can you <laughs> it's oh. fine in the end but i wouldn't recommend it no you wouldn't recommend it more <laughs> Okay, this is an old one. This is an old one. Um, the oldies are the I, best, Maureen. And I think I may have mentioned it, but not, not as a Be More Maureen moment. So Jen knows the story. So when I was 40, so let's say in two years' time, I um, I met a 23-year-old. <laughs> he was one of the sexiest men I'd ever met. He was gorgeous. We were on a course together. We, Jen knows the story. We swapped numbers. I never thought anything of it because he was stunning. Anyway, one Saturday I'm out with my mate. He messages me, uh, can I come round this evening? Now, everyone knows that means do you want sex? Not me. I thought he just wanted to come around for a chat because that's what a horny 23-year-old is looking for on a Saturday night. Good conversation. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, of course you can come around, right? I seriously thought this. So obviously I come across as a woman of the world. He probably thought I was going to seduce him, you know, Mrs Robinson thing. He turns up, you know, the lights are on, the TV, are, TV is on. I go, cup of tea, love, cup of tea. Give him some hobnobs because I'm not cheap. Um, 
He's sitting on the sofa, I'm sitting on a chair. We talk for about three, four hours. He must be thinking, what the fuck is going on here? You know, the main lights on, everything. Uh, and then he goes, can I look around the flat? Because obviously he wants to get into the bedroom. I'm thinking, good looking guy. He's into interior design, probably gay. Anyway, so I've got this hot guy in my bedroom, say three in the morning by this point. And I really oh fancy God. him, thinking, oh, God, does he fancy me? Do you know what I mean? If only he'd give me a sign. Because, you know, men, they're really only, If only, Maureen. <laughs> if only he'd give me a sign. If only he'd give you a sign. If only just, you know, anyways. And so I've got this guy, Alison, in my bedroom at three in the morning, sexy as, sexy as anything. And do you know what I do? I show him my shelving. That is not a euphemism. I basically, because, you know, when you're middle-aged, storage is really important. So I've got like a wardrobe here, wardrobe there, shelving in between. It looks like one unit. When you're middle-aged, that's really impressive. So I showed him my shelving. He didn't look that impressed. Um, you know, I'm not an idiot. So I took him to the bathroom, showed him the shelving in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, still yeah, not impressed. Yeah. No, no. What, what, and, uh, what other signs could... could I mean, he's getting bad signs. And he's... And this is... This is how He's been there for hours by this point. I, well, he's invested. He's like, I can't go now. I've been he's, in he's Yeah, he's invested a lot Looking of time. Looking at shelving. And then, you know, like... But, like, the funny thing is, like, I thought it's like the, like the location of the shelving was the boring bit anyway. Um, eventually he says to me, oh, I'll come around to get laid. And that is really when the penny dropped, which is not really the penny dropping, is it? It's just me understanding... Basic English, really. And when he said that, yeah, did I mean, he take that wow. as the sign? Well, I said, I said, I won't, I won't shag you, but I'll snog you. Because normally I'd be really offended if somebody came around just for sex. But he's incredibly good looking. It turned out I'm incredibly superficial. So anyway, we had a, we had a very lovely evening. Let's put it that way. <laughs> oh, yeah, honestly. But I mean, you know, I mean, it, it did take it. I mean, he must have been thinking, what's her problem? Do you know what I mean? Like... I, honestly, I had absolutely no idea. And then to I not even like, get the cookie at the end of it. Come on now, Maureen, you. No, shelving, shelving, just a snog. For those of you who are listening in another country, a snog, it sounds revolting. A snog is just making out, it, it, more it or less. sometimes can be. Yeah, it's making yeah. out. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it can be so, The first time I heard that term, I, I was like, Ugh. but that's what a snog is for anyone who doesn't know. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't sound great does it Maureen no. um when when Maureen told me this I was like what is the sign for you would it be the man getting his dick out and hitting you in the face with it what would you need I probably still because wouldn't notice would I there are so many signs I said to Maureen I don't understand what you wanted this guy to do to show the signs he's turned no, up at your house in the know. middle of the night he's listening to you wang on about shelving he's asked to go to the bedroom you've shown him your shelving <laughs> then taken him to the bathroom to show him more shelving and he hasn't left still there still there feigning interest in shelving uh-huh. I mean uh-huh. anyway very, very big of you not to be offended when he went actually I just really want to get la-. I mean the poor guy was trying his very best to go I don't want to be uncouth or crude about this I, I hope that she gets the signal that uh, you know but no yes no well Maureen no one's surprised uh, that's not the only story you have in that same genre of no uh, I've got loads of those signals. <laughs> There's, a, there's absolutely a uh, litany of disasters of where Maureen has basically had yeah. men that she is attracted to and has wanted to sleep with. And yeah. Um, shall we sleep realized. together, one guy said. Maureen said, yeah. Um, what side of the bed do you want? Oh, no, that you know, might be another one. Don't do, no, no, don't do that one, because that might be another one. That might be another one. You don't run me out. I might run out of Beemore Maureen. Oh, no, so you will never run, run out of Beemore oh, no, Maureen. You, will never you run never run out have to worry about that. Are you out? No, 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 no. We got three before the last record last time. Morning. Oh, yeah, so, that was You funny. know, like, don't you worry, sister. <laughs> I'm not worried about you running at Beemore Moorings. But anyway, Maureen, thank you very much for your Beemore Moorings moment. Um, even hearing it back again, it doesn't cease to frustrate me. Um, and, bo- and, bo- and, and irritate me, actually. I'm irritated on his behalf. I was going to say, imagine how he guy. felt. You're frustrated. Imagine him. <laughs> I know. Imagine if she'd have got, imagine if Maureen had just gone, okay, listen, it's really late. I want to go to yeah, sleep now. Bye. bye. <laughs> and the guy's like, oh my God, this woman is mad. I'll send you a link to where I bought those shelves. That's the last thing she says. <laughs> They're Ikea. Anyway, thanks very much, Maureen. Um, <laughs> now let's head over to Alison June-Smith because I know she's got a problem that no one else can help and she is, after all, the A-team. Go to the gym, get it together, pay your taxes and stop eating chips. 
Take my advice, I ain't using it. Ah, oh, okay. Well, listen, this week I was selfish, everyone. Uh, I've decided to deal with uh, one of my own problems. That's right. I'm dealing with one of my own problems is what I've decided, everyone. Fuck it. Never done it before. I'm doing my own problem. Um, so, you know, we've been talking. I'm at home right now with my parents. And, um, you know, sometimes when you're with family, it can, it can bring out things in yourself that, uh, that you forget. And so uh, this week's problem is uh, how do I control my anger in frustrating situations, everyone? Because although on this podcast I come across very nice, I am a nice person, but there is a little bit of anger deep in there, and family get to see it. So I have decided to look at some steps <laughs> <laughs> in which can help us to control anger in the heat of the moment particularly. So again, this is a little bit for me, but I'm sure some of you out there can use this too. Um, first thing I want to say is, let's. I don't want to say anger is a bad emotion. All right? We're not going into this. I just think anger sometimes is the easiest emotion for us to go to when we don't know how to express other things. Uh, if you're frustrated, if you're scared, if you're... Anger tends to be the easiest emotion for us to display. It's, it's kind of the most detached thing. So I feel like anger is where we go to pretty quick. Um, so a lot of times we've got to figure out, is it anger? Where is it coming from? The other thing with anger is I've realized, look, there's a lot of health problems, obviously, that we know about that can go along if you don't resolve anger and you're carrying it around with you. Headaches, digestion problems, insomnia, uh, increased anxiety, depression, blood pressure, heart attack. Here's the last thing that I thought was wild. Eczema, everyone. You can get eczema from repressed anger. Why? Because eczema um, is caused by stress and a spike in the hormone cortisol. When you are stressed and when you're angry, cortisol goes and cortisol... Uh, is your skin can become abnormally oily. It produces oil, and this can trigger an eczema outbreak. We say eczema in the UK. Oh, we say eczema in North eczema. America and Canada. Mm. So there we go. Mm. You're all getting eczema today. Uh, immediate <laughs> things that you can do in the moment of rage to stop. Okay? These are things at that time, in the moment. There's lots of other things. You know I'm going to say. See a therapist, journal, all that stuff. Which, by the way, always seek professional help. Believe it or not, I'm not a professional. Uh, but here are some things in the moment you can do to control your rage. Number one, stop talking. <laughs> Shut your mouth. <laughs> Don't say anything more. Shut it. Stop talking. No more words. No words that come out of your mouth in that moment will do you any good. Stop talking. Number one. Number two, change your surroundings. Get the hell out of that environment. And if you can, walk. Walk around. Do something yeah. to just get oh. some energy going. That will burn off that, like, anger. So stop talking. Remove yourself from the situation. New surrounding. And if you can, walk, move, do something to get out that anger. Uh, take a breather. By this, I mean deep breaths. All right? Inhale, count. Exhale, count. Deep breaths will help. All right? Because deep breaths uh, from your nose and inhaling out of your mouth for several moments. They say count up, count down. If you're counting, you're not really thinking about other things. You're focusing on the count. The other thing you can do if you don't like counting, get a mantra in your head. Something that you can say to yourself or say out loud. Things like, you're okay. This is okay. You're going to be all right. Take a minute. Maybe you need to say something to yourself like, good for you, because you know what? You've taken a moment instead of freaking out. So maybe you need to say, good for you. Good for you. You took a moment. Something that is some sort of mantra that, that you could just say to yourself that will make you feel better, praise yourself, whatever it is, just something, and repeat that to yourself. Do a quick little muscle tense, relax, muscle tense, relax, and roll your neck. Those are two of the easiest yoga kind of things you can do to help your body to process the hormones that are going through. Um, and 
rehearse your response for when you think you're going to get angry. Okay? So rehearse something that you're going to say. If you feel that anger coming in, then you, maybe your response is, I can't do this right now. Stop talking. Leave. I can't do this right now. Get something in your mind that you're going to say every time you feel that surge. Not right now. I got to leave. Some sort of statement, a rehearsed thing that you are just going to say instead of your actual natural response because it's not going to be a good one. Um, and then after that, stick with I statements when you do communicate. I feel this way. I. As soon as you start saying you, you, or this, you're blaming, you're accusing. If you make it I statements, it's honest. It's your truth. So I say stick to I statements afterwards. Um, that is all the advice I can give right now. And I can truly say I wish I would have listened to any single one of those things in my moment of anger. So I'm <laughs> passing it on to you. Please learn from my mistakes. Um, and that is my advice for you today. Yeah. That's good advice. That's good advice for a lot of things, though, isn't it? Like just gen general stress. Mm -hmm. I suppose, or anxiety as well. Sometimes when we're feeling stressed and anxious, um, the best thing we can do is get out of our environment uh, and uh, create some perspectives, some new perspectives if possible, you know? Yeah. And it's a hard thing to do because sometimes when we're feeling like that, we just want to stay at home and get into the fetal position and rage. But yeah. it's quite, it's quite, it's much always better if you get out. Sometimes when I'm in that mood, and I have to go out and I'm like, I really don't want to go out. Whatever it is, it might be I have to go to work, actually. It's always better mm -hmm. when I have. It's always better. Um, but yeah, it's hard, Alison, when it's your family. Hey. What are you going to do? They, no one presses the buttons like your, your, like your family can. Yeah. There's so many triggers there that are layer upon layer of history and family and... Uh, repre repressed resentment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's... Sometimes somebody can just say one thing and then all of a sudden it's like, wow, why did you blah, blah, you know? Yeah. Right. I think maybe I'm, maybe this is about something else. <laughs> <laughs> but you're doing a great, you're doing a great job, Alison. You're a brilliant daughter Aww. to go all the way from where you live in Manchester to see your family in Canada and look after your parents. It is a lot and it's a responsibility and you're doing such a great job and you should be proud of yourself. And you know your parents love you even though they drive you up the blinking wall. Um, See, and that's my mantra do? now, Jen. I know my parents love me, even though they drive me up the blinking wall. That's what I'm going to say when I start to lose yeah. my mind. I'm going to say that. Yeah. So, yeah. Find your mantra, everyone. You love them. <laughs> Find yeah. your mantra. Find the mantra. You love them. They love you. And that's why uh, they're so annoying. Uh, Alison, <laughs> thank you so much for your advice. <laughs> Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So 
sorry, Alison, I'm distracted by the fact that Maureen appears to be drinking double cream. I'm not drinking double cream. What are you drinking? It's a cafe latte. Oh, thank God. I, oh. Sorry, <laughs> Alison, let's be honest. It wouldn't be out of the realms of possibility that Maureen is chugging on some double cream. <laughs> let's have a little chat about what we've been watching on the television. I've been watching one of your favourites, Jen, The Mayor of Easttown. Oh. Oh, yes. The I don't think it's the mayor of Easttown, it's just mayor of Easttown. Oh, mayor Easttown. of Easttown, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I thought it was really, really good. Really enjoyed it. Obviously, I knew the little twist because they showed it on Gogglebox, which was stupid. So the Gogglebox big... is the most annoying programme oh, for giving... Like they shouldn't have they shown own... that. No, but they only show you the twist. But, but like, anyway, oh. I, and, and I don't know why it couldn't be another... I, you know, I don't know why it couldn't be another series. I mean, I got a bit confused with all the people at the beginning, but I thought it was really, really well done, and I think they could do another series of it, do you know what I mean, easily, but I don't think they are. Yeah, possibly. I mean, they've just chosen it to be a limited series, but it is a limited series that that you're right, it could, it could go on, but I think... Yeah, I think... I don't know. I don't know why they've decided not to, but I, I love all the characters. I love the relationship with her mum. Elizabeth oh Smart. yeah, Jean Smart was brilliant in it because that's oh, a very Jean realistic Smart, mum. Um, that bit with the mum-daughter relationship. Yeah, the mum-daughter relationship was really good, but I loved it. Where there was a point in the show where she's got some ice cream, and all she wants to do is eat this ice cream alone. <laughs> and and there's a whole thing. She has this whole ritual of of just getting the ice cream out and having the ice cream, and it's like such a treat for her mum to have this ice cream. And it's in in a way, I totally relate to it because it's when that's something you've been looking forward to, and then the, way, the other way you look, oh, it's so sad that that is her the, the her biggest treat of the day is <laughs> is, uh, is tucking into this ice cream. But there's so many so many um, great performances of sisters, great performances of sisters in that in that show. Yeah, I'm glad you liked it, Maureen, because. I mean, it could have gone either way, couldn't it? Yeah, no, I did. I really, really liked it. Really liked it. So have you, have you had a chance to watch anything, Jen? Have you been too busy? No, because uh, I'm awake uh, quite a bit and um, I've been watching Beef um, on Netflix, which is really good. I mean, I mean, my God, what a great show. It's a limited series. Um, it's got Stephen Young and um, Ali Wong in it and it's about two people um, and it starts with a road rage incident and how this road rage incident um, escalates and impacts on two separate families um, in a in ways that you cannot imagine. So the writing in this show is amazing. The performances are out. Are just, Ali Wong and Stephen Young are just so, 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 so good in it. It's a show where... I would say 99.9% .9 of the actors are all East Asian actors. Um, and it's such a great, I mean, it's such a, a much needed show for East Asian actors to be able to like have really, you know, like layered, complicated, different, forget stereotypes. They're just, you know, <laughs> can you believe it? They're just people uh, with their own experiences and aren't like, they don't have to be token uh, East Asian man, woman in a uh, Caucasian show. So, um, but anyway, that aside, uh, uh, it's it's brilliant. And I urge people to watch it. It's on Netflix. It's, it's a limited series. So I think it's only 10 episodes and that's it. It'll be done. I haven't finished it. I'm not even close to finishing it, but I'm loving it. And that is my big, big recommend is to watch Beef. You will, I honestly don't think you'll be disappointed. It's so good. I love the um, idea that it's based off of road rage because I think that is something. I mean, you're in LA right now. You want to talk about road rage. Like, I think oh my road rage God. is. Oh, God. People are honking oh, yeah. their horns. They're For crazy. No reason. And yeah, no. Yeah, they're angry. No, they're just nobody angry. Nobody understands yeah. about mirror signal maneuver. Guys, no. mirror signal maneuver no they're like just moving from one lane to the next they got places to go they got meetings shit to do they've been in that traffic for Jesus eight hours already guys. yeah so i love Let the me idea know which yeah. yeah 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 no it's it's and it actually is set in la it's set in los angeles so um yeah it's really good and it's funny it's a comedy it's a it's a comedy it's a drama, but it's a comedy. So there's loads of funny stuff in it. And the, the actors in it are really, you can tell they're just like really getting stuck in, you know? 
they're really enjoying it. It's it's I, I think it's gonna win so many awards at the next Emmys and whatever the awards are. I don't really understand. There's so, there's so many, aren't there? Oh, yeah. But I think it's gonna do really well. And um Ali Wong is a um for the Brits, she is a very good uh US stand-up comedian. She's amazing. Who has She's been, amazing. Yeah. Who has need who has deserved a vehicle like this forever. And it's so great to see her finally uh have this vehicle and just shine, shine, shine. She's so good. Um, but if you uh, want to see more of Ali Wong, you can catch, I think there's at least two of her Netflix specials, her comedy specials on Netflix. And also, um, I don't know, I'm not sure. I'm sure she's been in other stuff that I'm not aware of, but definitely check out Beef, it's brilliant. Isn't it great? I just so. love seeing all these women, I don't say girls, I say women, right now getting their chance yeah. to shine in all these roles. like. It just yeah, makes me it's so really good. happy to see that. So I hope it's not a blip. Me? Actually, that reminds me that the mayor of East Mayor of East Town, she was criticised for looking ugly in that, and it's like she's not looking ugly. She's just another makeup on. Do you remember Kate? Was Kate Winslet? She got yeah. Anyway, sorry, that just reminds yeah. me of that. Sure. Just annoying. yeah, no, um, yeah. Yeah, she just was like, just make me look like a person. She's acting that's a woman in, in her as a 40s. character. Yeah, exactly. She's just yeah. Um, I don't need to be Botox within an inch of my life and have and be fillered. I'm a I'm a middle-aged woman in my forties with a difficult job. Um, you know, I've, I've, I'm grieving the loss of my son. Um, I'm probably not going to be looking tippity top. <laughs> um, but anyway, Kate Winslet's a beautiful woman. So, I mean, what, what are we measuring this on? A, a beautiful woman that's not wearing makeup on a TV show. Oh yeah, that's ugly. Please shut up. Do me a favour. But you're right, Maureen, it's just bullshit. Um, Alison, tell us about your horror. Yes, okay, so the horror I chose to directly go with my problem of how to control rage, uncontrolled rage, what happens if you don't control your rage. The movie I am choosing is from 2004, The Grudge. Now, did you, any of you see The Grudge by chance? Alex, I saw his head go back. Jen, did you ever see The Grudge? Maureen, I am assuming no. I don't want to, yeah, no, Maureen. Jen, did you ever see The Grudge? I haven't seen The Grudge, no, but I've heard of it. Okay. I know of it. Okay, yeah. The Grudge. Again, 2004, but I thought this just suits my problem of rage so well because The Grudge is an American supernatural horror film series released by Sony Pictures based on and a part of the larger Japanese Yuan, I say it wrong, J-U-O-N, Yuan franchise. Uh, it is about a home that oh, is... yeah. It's going to be dark as fuck then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about a Japanese home that is cursed by a murder that happened in an extreme rage and the supernatural entity that travels within with anyone who has been in the home. So it's like as soon as someone steps in that home, the rage ghosts are attached to them. So they go with you wherever. Um, this one, particularly 2004, has been rated the best out of all the grudges. Um, I mean, the original's totally different thing, but I would say out of like major motion picture 2004, it, the story is an American nurse living and working in Tokyo is exposed to a mysterious supernatural curse, one that locks a person in a powerful rage before claiming. And the nurse is actually, dun da 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 Buffy the Vampire Slayer. That's right, it is yes. Sarah Michelle Geller, and she is fantastic in it. This, to me, is just a great movie. There's so many creepy moments. That's why I like this. It is not about blood and gore. This is a creepy jump out. Uh, a lot of great little, like, uh, camera angles where you see ghosts, things come out. There's that famous scene, I don't know if you ever seen it, in the trailer where, like, there's a hand that comes out of the back of the head while somebody's showering, so they have, like, a hand on the back of their head. It is a great movie. And if you're dealing with rage, this is why you should watch it, because it shows you what will happen if you don't let go of your rage. Do you want to be haunted by ghosts for the rest of your life? Absolutely not. Do you want to pass that on to somebody? No. So deal with your rage. So I'm choosing The Grudge, everyone. That's my <laughs> horror recommendation. <laughs> the Grudge yeah. it is, Alison. The Grudge yeah. it is. And... Uh... There's, there's even a TV series, isn't there? There's a t 2004 yes. movie, a 2020 movie, and a, and a television series based on the on the on the film. So there's a lot of really, rage out there. Can, there's a lot of rage that we you need can to indulge deal with, your grudge. So. 
exactly. yeah plenty plenty to get stuck into <laughs> thanks Alison um that sounds equally terrifying I, uh, not on today's episode but I think maybe next week I'm going to talk to you about a horror film that I saw on the um flight out which was so bad um that I um I, I just I couldn't I can't even I can't even it's so bad but we'll talk but about did you watch week. it did you watch the whole thing uh, you don't have to tell me what oh, it was but... start from fin yes from, from beginning to end. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. i'm not Chef's sure kiss. why i just thought i've got to see what happens what are they going to actually do with this and then when i saw dicks. the ending i was like you <laughs> absolute dicks this is oh, terrible that makes me yeah, so happy yeah, yeah. uh <laughs> i know just a classic uh, horror film experience um <laughs> I actually finished watching the film Feeling Angry, Alison. So, there you go. That's, that's how you know you got a good horror movie, when you're like, what the fuck did I just do with two hours of the my life? What the fuck is this? <laughs> These motherfuckers made money from this? Fuck you. Um, <laughs> Maureen, let's head over to you for some cultural corners. Of course, it's the corner time that is often cultural, but sometimes just batshit. <laughs> yeah, these are like films from the uh, like for like my youthish youthish time that I think people might have not forgotten about. That might be worth checking out. You can see them all. You can kind of rent them or buy them from Amazon. So, um, first one is White Palace. I don't know if you remember that one. It's a 1990 American erotic romantic drama with uh, Susan Sarandon and James Spader. So if you remember that. It's a really good movie and it's about the uh, unlikely relationship between um, a young upper middle class widower played by James Spader and he kind of ends up having a relationship with a middle-aged working class waitress which is Susan Sarandon in St Louis, Missouri. And the tagline apparently was a story of a younger man and a bolder woman and they're both very, very different Obviously, in age and in in careers and in social status, and she's like she's a real slob. And I just remember there was a great scene where she's a real slob. He's quite uptight, and um, he buys her a present. She's like really excited because he's bought a present. And she's like, "Oh my god, you bought me a present!" And it turns out to be a mini uh, duster, one of those you know those <laughs> electric mini dusters. And she goes absolutely mental. Very very funny. It's this really good film. Another one uh, from nineteen eighty seven is No Way Out, which was a like a. Uh, thriller, uh, starring Kevin Costner, Gene Hackman and Sean Young. Gene Hackman is brilliant, as always. And um, Kevin Costner plays this Navy officer called Tom Farrell and he gets posted to the Pentagon and he's got to report to the Secretary of Defence, um, David Bryce, which is um, Gene Hackman. And then he starts an affair with Sean Young, who happens to also be the mistress of um, Gene Hackman. And then she's found dead and he's got to investigate it. And they believe the killer is also a KGB mole. I can't remember the reason why. And But he's worried he might become a suspect because he took a photo of himself in bed with this woman. They don't know that they had an affair. And it's a Polaroid, the old days of Polaroid. And they're trying to get it... It's not been developed properly, but they're going to get it developed. They're going to see... And once they see he's in the picture, he's going to look like it's him that killed her. So it's all very... It's, it's, it's a really good movie. I think, I don't know, I probably haven't sold it as well as the film is, but he's got basically a few <laughs> hours to it. find who the murderer is. It's good, isn't it? You didn't yeah, I saw it, you didn't think so. I saw it in the 90s. No, I, did, I didn't say that. And then uh, another someone... favourite of mine is Someone to... Yeah, it was, it was late 80s, mid-80s. Someone to Watch mm. Over Me, which is a 1987 American romantic thriller film directed by Ridley Scott. It's got um, Tom Berenger in it and Mimi Rogers and uh, Lorraine Bracco, and it's basically this kind of working-class cop who's got to look after this rich woman who's witnessed a murder. He's kind of her protected... He's protecting her. And um, their relationship, and Lorraine Bracco's the wife who's, who's, who's not happy they're getting so close. But it's also a very good thriller. So there are three films I'd recommend checking out. Mm, I love Great. anything with Susan Sarandon. Free. Excellent choice. I love Susan. She just gets sexier it's with age. Movie. She gets sexier... Every year she's on the planet, I think, Susan Sarandon. Yeah, she's she's great, isn't she? Um, I haven't seen Tom Berenger in anything for like 150 years. Is he still alive? No, I know. Mm. And Mimi Rogers was Tom Cruise's wife and her, she disappeared, didn't she? That was his first wife. Well, oh, Mimi Rogers... She's off with is, a Scientologist. Um... <laughs> oh, I shouldn't say that. You're in L.A., Jen. I don't want you to get... <sighs> da, da, da. By, the time I, by the time this comes out, I won't be in L.A. It's fine. 
Okay, good. Um, Mimi Rogers um, uh, did the made the mistake of aging uh, of just getting of just uh, allowing herself to um, every year get older. Silly, um, silly woman. She didn't. She didn't die young. So that was that. That was her career over. Um, uh, but no, I think Mimi Rogers has been in um, lots of uh, TV. Actually, she, what was the movie? What's the TV that she was in? Um, Bosch. That's it. She was in. Bosch. Oh, she was in Bosch. Yeah, yeah. So she's been in quite. She's still. She's still working. She's still busy. Um, thank you, Maureen, for your uh, cultural corner. That's three films that you can find if you Google them. Don't ask us to tell you where they are because no. we don't know. Um, <laughs> You'll find them. No, they're on Amazon. Hey, oh, they're on Amazon. They're on Amazon. Hey, you can prime them in your prime. There we are. God, I feel. Is there a delay? I feel like I'm saying stuff, and you lot are all. I feel like there might tiny, be a tiny one. Yeah. There is a delay, isn't there? Yeah. 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 It's, I'm enjoying it. Just, I'll say something and then there's nothing from you people. And then there's like, a, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, great. Let's keep that going. <laughs> but with the delay, Jen, that gives you a minute to get yourself prepared because, uh, you know, we've, we've, we've talked, we've talked about our weeks, we've, we've been cultured, uh, I've given some solutions to some anger. But let's get back to that anger. And I want to know, Jen, what the hell is getting your goat this week? Don't judge me. Now, you're going to be judging me now, but bloody well wait, okay? This is terrible, isn't it? That's what's got my goat. And do you know who I blame? Society. (laughs) Well, I'm not as angry as normal because I'm in Los Angeles. So um, that's been that got your goat. <laughs> Are you angry you're not um, angry? <laughs> no. Uh, am I angry that I'm not angry? No, no, that, that's not the case. Um, uh, if anything, I'm just irritated at the weather that I've come all the way to LA for, for cloudy. We've had two days of sunshine. They were absolutely bawling. I loved them. I'd like another one before I leave. It's just gray. It's gray. I can't, you can't see him. You won't be able to see. Can you see? Oh, yeah, that's not anything. really, no. That's, that's absolutely, gray. there's absolutely nothing there to see. But it's grey. The thing is, you can see, but it's it's the light there. But it's just, there is sky there, and the sky is grey. Um, yeah, look, sorry, this is a very lo-fi uh, goat. Um, <laughs> it's a very lo-fi goat, I'm afraid. I'm in Los Angeles, and... It's, it's not the right place for a goat, is it, Los Angeles? No. I mean, later on, I'm, there's we've got a pool up on the roof. Oh, dear. Don't. Yeah, Alison, I have to say, Jen's staying in a very different hotel, type of hotel than we did when we were on tour. You stayed at some nice hotels. Don't, I did stay at some nice like hotels. Don't be yeah. like that. <laughs> don't be like that. Maureen, Maureen always stayed, we never stayed in anything lower than a four-star hotel. Jury's in. Were, did, were they four-star hotels? No, no, of course they weren't. <laughs> did they say they were? Yeah. Yes, they did. Yeah. yeah. Yes, they did. Was there a four-star experience? Absolutely not. No. But that's, you still got that. You still got that, Maureen, and you're welcome. You're welcome. I have to say, a four-star experience in LA is very different from a four-star experience in uh, Sheffield. <laughs> in Sheffield, yeah, let me tell you. <laughs> You guys got towels. You got. <laughs> oh, oh my God! It's so nice here. It's like, yeah. And uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. The food here is great. Oh. The food here is great. Really good. Fucking hell. See, Breakfast here. Look at this. It, everyone is just turned. It's, house. it's not even a goat. You've started talking about how good You're the food is. What the hell is going on, Jen? I don't know. It's just I'm having a lovely time. I'm having a lovely time in LA. I'm eating well, um, I'm getting vitamin D. I mean, even though, listen, this is the other thing that, okay, here's the goat, back to the goat. I was sitting outside by the pool, try not to get cross with me, um, and no sun, no sun. But I'm like, mm, I wonder if there's sun behind the clouds. No, I think it's too cloudy, there's nothing. I, I got sunburn, I got sunburn on my, on my nose. Because the sun is there, but you can't see it. I'm like, what the fuck is that about? That I still, I don't see the sun, but it still burns my face. That's annoying. If you're going to burn me, have the decency to come out so I can see you. And I can feel the heat on my skin. Not like, oh, I'm going to be like a passive aggressive sun behind this like cloud. 
I'm here, babe, but you just don't know it and you haven't really taken any notes of me, so I'm going to sunburn your nose. <laughs> no, if you're going to be there, be there. Be, 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 be out and about. Fuck's sake. Is that better? I that's, feel like that's better. better. Oh, my God. I was. I felt that's... like the universe had turned around. I had rage. You were all happy. <sighs> Fuck, that made me feel better. Thank you, Jen. I'm, <laughs> I'm glad oh, there's welcome. something you're that welcome. makes you angry out there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And also, I had a plate of noodles last night and they weren't that nice. So, <laughs> there you go. That yeah. made me very cross. Yeah. yeah. I was like, this, these aren't Thai noodles. What the fuck is this? Fusion? Fuck your fusion. Understand how Thai food works and come back to me when it's Thai. Don't call it Thai food and then put some weird fucking shit on top of it. I mean, Holly's noodles, Holly, who, I was, who I'm with, her noodles were blue. And then they put the sauce on it and they went purple. What the fuck? They were called magic noodles. That made me cross. Nobody wants blue noodles that go purple. And what am I, what am I, nine? Just make the noodles the normal colour. It's about the flavour. It's not about what it looks like. Anyway, I'm not going back to that fucking Thai restaurant ever again. I'm back on track, guys. Back on Yay! track. Yay! <laughs> Women talking bollocks. If you have enjoyed WTB, please make sure that you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a little review. Or you can check out our socials now on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and you never know, we may even get on TikTok. And if you do like the show, please do have a look at our Patreon for bonus content and weekly treats. Well, that did. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.